You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blissful Living Podcast. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, and I have a wonderful, wonderful guest uh, with me today. And, you know, I think uh, what really makes this guest special is she is a woman veteran. And if you know me and if you've been watching things about me or seeing stuff, you know that I hold the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Women Summits. And part of the proceeds from those summits goes towards supporting our women veterans. So it is always my honor and my pleasure to have one of our women heroes, our unforgotten heroes, I'm sorry, forgotten heroes, um, with me so we can have this nice conversation about setting healthy boundaries. So, okay. Tickler, tickler, tickler. I'm not going to tell you her name yet, but that's a tickler. Um, but um, before we get started, let me take care of some business. So, you know, I like for you, as a queen of feeling fabulous, I like this to be a fabulous um, time for you. So I want you to find a place to sit, get something to write with, Get your favorite beverage, water, tea, smoothie, green juice, coffee, whatever it is. And uh, tell your family to give you a few moments because for the next 30 minutes, you're going to want to be tuned in as to what my guest has to share with us regards to setting healthy boundaries. And you're going to want to capture some of those nuggets of gold so that you can incorporate them in your life immediately. So while you're doing that, um, I am going to thank our sponsors, Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter you.com. They have an abundance of things to help you with your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can unlock bliss in your life and live the life and have the life of your dreams. And of course, part of that is they hold summits and the Brave, Bold, and Stoppable Women Summit coming up in Washington, D.C., Atlanta, and San Francisco. That information is available on that site as well. So go check them out. If you have not already, go check them out. And if you're interested in attending the summits, I say, get a ticket, get a ticket. Just come to the summit and just get a ticket. You're going to be um, amazed and transformed uh, with the experience at the Brave, Bold, Unstoppable Woman Summit. Okay, the next sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated, a telecommunications installation company, woman-owned, minority-owned and a premier telecommunications installation company located in the heart of Silicon Valley, been in business since 1990 and continues to command the telecom installation arena. They install voice data, fiber optic cabling, wireless access points, modems, routers, anything for your network distribution so that when you pick up or make that connection, you make that connection right the first time with your customers and those that you serve. They serve as small, mid-sized and large corporations and um, minority-owned, woman-owned business. So if you're in the need, take a look at All Day Cable Inc. at All Day Cable Inc. Reach out and give them a call. They have five-star ratings for all of their customers. All right, so let me just jump right in to the guest. And um, she is definitely, y'all, a brave, bold, unstoppable woman in her own right. Now, let me tell you about my girl here, Renee Jones Hudson. Now, check this out. 
She is a retired Army captain. Bam, right there. I'm just stop right there. Did y'all hear me? I said a retired Army captain. And, you know, if you retired from the military, you had to put in at least, I believe, 20 years. So she's a retired Army captain. She's a life and health coach, and she is a speaker. And so we are going to talk about um, setting healthy boundaries. And so, Miss Renee Jones-Hudson, <laughs> welcome to the show. It's a Thank pleasure you. to have you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Uh, look, look y'all. <laughs> shy, and I know... No, you know I ain't gonna let that happen. You know I ain't gonna let that happen. <laughs> retired army captain, okay? Come on now, she's commanding people and telling people how to act and what to do and all that. She's so shy and demure, but that's okay. Beautiful lady, and we just wanna again. I personally wanna thank you for your service, um, your commitment, your dedication, your persistence to pursuing that career because I know it wasn't an easy journey. Um, but it brought you here to us today, and we are very grateful to have you. So I want to jump right in. Um, your personal journey as a female veteran and the experience that shaped your military career, what can you share with us what some of those are, particularly your journey as a female veteran? Um, so um, I joined the Army in... 1995 I was I think I was 18 going on 19 and um personally when I joined the army it was you know I'm, I'm I migrated from Jamaica when I was 15 14 or 15 and then I joined the army at 18 and my what brought me to the army was just you know misinformation um I just wanted to go to college and um you know I was told that I couldn't, I couldn't go to college because I wasn't a citizen, right? So we know that's not true. Um, so, but that's where, <laughs> that's where my path led. Um, and, you know, I, I'm going to say this overall, my time in service has been great. You know, not, it's not without its shares, share of ups and downs, but um, it's what really molded me into a person that I am now. You know, I've met many great leaders. I've had not so good leaders, but, you know, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't, you know, I don't have any regrets. Um, you know, it's really, really helped me to, to even now as I'm, you know, older, retired, help me to look back at some of the things that I did push through, things that I probably wouldn't have attempted to do or you know, so just knowing that I have so much more in me, the army helped me tap into some of those areas of my life, you know, <laughs> you know, that I would have never even, I wouldn't even consider. So my personal journey is, you know, I, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. It's, it's been a blessing. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I love that you're sharing that because even not, you know, civilian life, when you have a job, because yeah. basically once you get through boot camp, it's just you you have a more regimented life, but you get yeah. up, go to work, you come home. Right. OK. Yeah. Um, even in civilian life, um, you have you have those challenges, you yeah. know, 
But I think, and I'm not sure, I don't know. I'm just maybe making an assumption, but in civilian life, you have the option that you could quit that job and go find another one, go to a whole completely different company. However, I think in the enlisted services, you can't necessarily do that, correct? No, not without consequence. Right, right, right. So, big um, price to pay too. I bet, and I so it makes you, you make it helps you to I think to be more disciplined. Yeah, yeah, maybe even more emotional intelligence because you have to deal with that. You right. know, it's a little bit more rigid for you all um, in the military. So, thank you for sharing that. Now, um. What are, what you say, unique challenges that female veterans face? Um, particularly, I'm going to start, what are some of the challenges that female veterans face in the military? Well, you know, um, I would say some of the challenges we face is not getting um, our respect. You know, it doesn't matter um and I'm going to talk just from a female perspective, and I'll touch on the, the immigrant side of it, being an immigrant female oh in the military. But just and female in general, it's, you know, not really being taken seriously. You know, it's, it's, it's always a stigma sometimes. And having to be somebody that you're not. So, you know, if I'm just a calm, mellow person, you know, it's, it's almost like in order for me to get the respect that I want, I have to act manly per se. Like I had to act out a character and that wasn't something I really um, cared for. I didn't, I, why can't you just respect me as I am? Like, I don't want to yell. I don't want to scream. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to conform or be something that I'm not. Um, as far as like our, you know, we all have to go through different levels. We have to go through training to, to get to the next level in the, in the military. And sometimes, you know, even when we achieve certain levels, we still don't get that respect, you know? Um, so, it, and it's not to say that it's different from, you know, corporate or anything, but because it's such a, a, a smaller container, I mean, when you look at it right. in, in, in retrospect, it's a smaller container. So. A lot of time there's a misconception that, you know, oh, we have the ultimate respect or, you know, we get that from civilians, but we still have to fight That's a fight. We have to fight a fight to get the respect, to get, you know, to basically sometimes we're equal to or better. You know, most of the time we're equal to or better than the, the, the next person or the male, our male counterparts. So it's always a challenge, um, you know, in some way, shape or form. There's also the challenge of, you know, just being harassed, you know, um, as females. Um, don't get me wrong. There are males that are harassed and, um, you know, traumatized and sexually and all that stuff. But, you know, primarily it's women and being being ostracized and stuff if you stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I mean, there there's so many different challenges and it comes with, you know, it can come with any situation. Wow. Interesting. I have a, a few uh, family members as well as um, friends, ladies that were that are uh, female veterans and um, the stories that have been shared. Have, it's very enlightening. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's uh, not to put a bad light on it because it does happen in corporate America as well. But I think, again, because the container is 
a lot more restricted. Right, right. Um, I think it's not addressed as often, and it's just that's just the way it is. You know, you know what I mean. It's there's a, and there's a thing about you know we're supposed to be tougher, stronger, you know, more resilient, and you know the more you get into leadership, like as I climb the ladder, you know, there are times that I didn't want to show that, oh, I'm, I'm struck, I'm stressed out. I'm struggling because I had deadlines. I had soldiers to take care of. I had a company to lead. So, you know, in those situations, you know, if we're, if we're struggling with something, PTSD, um, you know, just life, <laughs> we don't get to, we don't get to show that, you know, not that we can't, it's just, for some of us, we think it's going to come with some, some price, some, some, some form of, you know, price. So it's, it's not as simple. And, and I won't say I was, I will venture to say that just leadership in general. Um, and I think it's changed over the years. I think we're more, we're more understanding that, you know, leaders, we need a break too. We got to take a rest. We got to set boundaries. We have to take care of ourselves because in, in order for us to take care of the masses, we have to be able to lead. And I think the best form of leadership is knowing how to lead yourself, knowing how to manage your own self. So I love that. nugget of gold right there. You know, so often, um, we don't even think about ourselves with regards to managing our own selves. And, yeah. you know, throughout the process of the day, there are many instances where we have to manage ourselves. Some that just, you know, you, you don't even realize it. And others, it's like, wait, you know, sometimes yeah. we don't manage ourselves very well. You know what I mean? But uh, in the context of that, we're so busy sometimes helping others. So I can see like with the, within the military, the same thing. But um, if you almost as if you take the time to spend to manage yourself, then you're looked upon some kind of way, you right. know, um, as not being that strong, you know, right. masculine aspect of a female that you should be in the military or whatever. I don't know. And I will say this, it's not so much that how you're going to be looked upon is how you see yourself. Right. Because I'll, I'll speak on my, for myself. I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't take the time because I didn't want the, the ball to drop. And it wasn't no, in, it's not that I didn't have competent, um, you know, subordinate leaders it's just in my mind if i if i take off and something goes wrong you know so it's almost like you need the permission mm -hmm. you need the permission from leadership to say you know what it's okay everything is going to be fine take some time because sometimes we're a lot a lot of times we're we're more harder on ourselves than you know leadership would be on us but they can reinforce you know, the fact that, you know what, it's okay. Just let us know. It's okay. I need you to take time because I need you at your best self. I need you at your best self so that we can, you know, this mission can go smoothly. Um, and I think that just comes down to communication, understanding who, who your, um, you know, who your, who the, who the person is understanding how they operate, how they need to, what they need to be at their best so that everything can go smoothly. Wow. I like that. Um, again, words of wisdom and nuggets of gold. Now, with regards to transitioning to civilian life, it is my understanding um, 
And I got this information from uh, the Women's Veterans Alliance uh, out in Sacramento, California, that women transitioning from military to civilian life actually have a very difficult trans, you know, trans transitioning phase, transitioning period. Very, very, very difficult. And one of the reasons that was um, told to me was because they lose their support. The support that you have in the military, you no longer have that quote unquote support when you transition into civilian life. Can you speak a little bit about that or enlighten you know the listeners and the viewers with regards to uh, some of the difficulties that are inquired when you transition from military to civilian life? I can definitely speak to that. Oh, girl, lay it on us. <laughs> we need to know this. I can definitely speak to that. When I retired from the military, I went straight into opening my own um, fitness studio. And I literally just, I, I, I didn't know, I had no business knowledge, didn't know anything. I was just working off of my experience from the military. And that took me, it, it, I was successful in doing that. However, the support, um, I didn't know where to turn. I didn't know what questions to ask. I didn't know who to turn to. Um, I didn't understand the business lingo. You know, one of the things that I wish that I had when I was going through the transitioning phase in the military, what I, I don't remember anything um, talking about becoming an entrepreneur, anything, you know, it's all, it was more geared towards you getting another job after you left the military. But that was not my, that was not the path that I took. So I went straight into owning a business and it really, it was initially, like I said, it didn't seem like it was going to be much, but as the business started to grow and I'm like, I'm learning, okay, you literally, you're like, you're literally just doing this, like all on a whim, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, not understanding networking and collaborating and even just business systems. No, you know, I literally had to learn that on the go. Thankfully, I had my clients were um, professional clients. So I had a lot of entrepreneurs <laughs> as clients and they were the ones like guiding me through. I joined um, networking groups based on their recommendations. And then, you know, I just had to it was literally on the job training. So and then being female, too, you know, a lot of times. Um, I'll speak to, to myself, not so much that it's hard to ask for help. You, you just don't know who to ask for help. Right. And especially when there are not very many females <laughs> to say, Hey, how did you do this? Right. You know, it's, it's kind of difficult because I feel like the path is different for men and women. It really is, you know, so not having someone that looks like you, you know, you know, not just as in skin color, but just as a female, you know, not having that familiarity to to turn back to or to reach reach to is, is kind of difficult. Um, so um, I struggled with with that portion, especially, you know, coming 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 out, being an officer and, you know, having all these skills, the knowledge that I possessed didn't translate mm. to civilian or right. I just didn't know how to, I didn't know how to 
to convert it, right? It's like currency. I have all these currencies. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where to go change it, you know? Right. <laughs> so it was, that was just, that was a struggle. But I won't say it was a struggle. It was just more work. It was just more challenging. And I felt, I feel like um, had I gotten at least some something towards entrepreneurship, um, you know, as I, cause we, you know, we go through a transitioning program. Okay. As you're, right. Yeah, I, so, didn't know that. I didn't know that. Right. So yeah, you don't just, they don't just put you out. It's, it's literally, uh, I know when I was um, getting out, it's a two year program. Oh, okay. right. Before you transition. Um, I was a company commander. So I, it, I only had nine months just because work where I was just working. So at nine months, but you still, you still, it's a, it's literally a transition. But I feel like what was lacking was more, more education on entrepreneurship at the time that I was transitioning. And I don't know if it's changed, you know, since I've retired, but I think that for me would have been very helpful. Right. Wow. Interesting. I, I didn't know um, there was a transitioning program. Yes. Because, um, Time and time again, when I speak to women veterans that have retired or, you know, gotten out of the military, it was um, that they had extreme difficulties transitioning for whatever reasons, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, you know, in fairness to them, when I was going through that program, it was a lot of information, you know, and I guess that's why they stretch it out. So like I told you, I, I only took nine months right? Nine months, it's information overload. It's a lot. They're giving you a lot of resources. No, not. I, I thought the information was great. It's just, it's a lot. Okay. You know, it, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. It's, it's just too much at once. And everyone cannot use that two-year period. Like myself, like I said, I, I was a company commander. So I couldn't just, you know, I could, but I also had a company that I had to take care of. So, right. you know, my priorities were split, you know, whether I take care of myself or I have to take care of these soldiers. So, um, but, you know, we're all not in a position where we have that two year span to actually go through the program, but you have to go through the program. Okay. 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 I get it. Okay. Um, and very interesting. I didn't know. So you learn something every day. It enlightens your mind. You just, like you just never know. And, and the more we learn about it, the more we can be educated on how we can help our fellow female, um, you know, veterans uh, just have that smoother transition and provide what we can to help them um, step back into civilian life gracefully. Okay, so I wanna ask you, um, let me see, cause we're running out of time. It's so much. Let me see. Um, so here's one. What are some of the key strengths and qualities that female veterans bring to the table and how can they be harnessed for success in various fields? And I think that's important um, for those watching and listening to, to know. Definitely. Yes. So leadership is a big strength. Um, we're dependable, right? Accountability um, you can also responsibility, right? Um, resilience, um, just, uh, one of the other things, um, we great problem solvers, right? Especially, uh, you know, 
if if you've done 20 years, you you've been in leadership roles, right? So it doesn't matter if you're enlisted or or an officer. If you've done 20 years, you've been in positions where you had to leave, lead. Um, uh, the biggest thing that um, you know, one of the biggest things that we're talking about is diversity, um, you know, equity and inclusion. I think yeah. female leadership, the the military is a melting pot, right? We people from all walks of life, different cultures and everything. And that's, you know, just learning how to communicate, understand, you know, each other's differences and, you know, and just bring people together. Those are, that's a, a really great strength that I think we, we possess. I like that. Okay. So anybody watching, listening, if you have a, uh, female veteran that comes into your office and applies for a position, just know that she's going to come with those characteristics, particularly if she's retired from the military, because, um, you know, serving that amount of time, most definitely that, that lady has had to serve in some leadership roles and could probably bring to you something that you don't even know you need yeah. um, help your company or, or your business or themselves really um grow and accelerate and really have that sort of transition back into civilian life. Okay. So the last question, last question, because the title of the show is setting healthy boundaries. As a, you know, retired officer uh, from the military and as a business owner in civilian life, um, what is a negative goal that you would like to share? Cause we kind of had talked about, setting healthy boundaries with regards to, you know, taking care of yourself in the military and, and yeah. nourishing yourself first. But um, to close it up, what would you say, what advice or negative goal or negative goals would you like to share with regards to helping us ladies and gentlemen um, learn how to set those healthy boundaries? Um, yes, definitely. And this is something that I'm continue, um, you know, practicing daily and is honoring myself, honoring my body, honoring my mind. And what I mean by that is if you're tired, take a break. You know, if you, if you're, if you're lacking sleep, sleep, you know, we need to eat because everything plays a part in our overall well-being, right? Eating right, exercising, sleeping, you know, learning to say no, you know, cutting out negative energy and it's it's not just people in people speaking negative to you it's the things that you're listening to the, the way you're speaking about yourself and other people it's just embracing you know things that are that are aligned more aligned with who you want to become you know so basic for me basically for me it's just honoring myself honoring what makes my soul feel great what makes my body feel great, what elevates my mind, you know, what's easy. Everything doesn't have to be hard. You know, we have this thing where we have to struggle. We It just has to be hard. It's just, you know, yada, yada, yada. But it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be just honor those things that are easy, you know. So. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. Okay, you all, there we have it. <laughs> Retired Army Captain Renee Jones Hudson. Um, she shared some wisdom with us and she really did help enlighten and educate us more about um, our female veterans and the whole being in the military and 
a little bit about what goes on the mindset with regards to one setting healthy boundaries and taking care of themselves or taking care of ourselves first. Um, very important information. And she has had the experience. She's led soldiers and, um, and had responsibility um, beyond what I pr she probably ever thought she would have had when she entered into the military, That's but it. at the young age of 18 or 19, <laughs> right? But um, it's been a beautiful conversation and I've been enlightened. And so thank you so much for one, being here, two, for your wisdom, and three, for serving our country and making that sacrifice for 20 years. We, I definitely <laughs> appreciate it. And thank I know those watching and listening will too. So comment having me. You're very welcome. Okay, so there we have it. Um, that is the ending of the show. Um, check out Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter you.com. Really go to the events tab and check out the Brave Bold Unstoppable Women's Summit because, again, part of those proceeds from that summit goes towards supporting our female veterans. And uh, some of them need a lot more help than um, what we talked about on the show today. So um, check that out. And plus, you can learn how to build and expand your business empire if you attend one of those events. Lots of words of wisdom for anybody, either transitioning from career to entrepreneurial or up-leveling their entrepreneurial game. Um, there'll be lots of words of wisdom and nuggets of gold shared at that summit. So check it out. I want to thank All Day Cable Incorporated at alldaycableinc.com a premier telecommunications installation company, woman-owned, minority-owned, and um, they can serve your needs when it comes to network distribution, small, medium, or large corporations. You will not be disappointed uh, because they make the connections right the first time. And, and to all of you, if you like the show, please subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the show, share it with everyone you love and care about. The more we can get this information out, the better we can make the world to become a better place than what it is today. We're always striving for um, improvement because we know our world needs a lot of improvement. Um, and uh, I guess I'll just say, this is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body and tranquility to your spirit. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy and wise and goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.